Hey y'all, this is Courtney and Imani, and you're listening to the Soul Sisters Podcast. y'all this is the soul sisters podcast if you're listening in for the first time thank you for joining us and you are now officially part of the ssp community so welcome and for those of you who tuned into season one and our previous episodes in season two thank you so much for your continued support we really appreciate it imani what's going on mama um listen sis is tired (laughs) sis is tired um you know, I'm grateful for this time that we've been given because it really is a blessing to get like this extra time, right? Working remotely, um, being forced to stay indoors. And I told God, like, okay, whatever you're doing in this season, like, don't do it without me. Whatever you want me to focus on, like, make it clear as day. Oh, he made it clear as day. Mm. And um, I've been very intentional on just not wasting this time and doing everything that he's told me to do. But my God, sis is tired. (laughs) Sis is tired. Um, But all is well. How are you? That's good. Um, I'm good. I am really, really good. Um. Not much other than growing stuff and baking stuff, and it's all good. I'm I'm having a really great time, and then you know, getting like you said, getting the extra time, um, spending with the Lord has just been absolutely amazing. So all is well. That's good. Um, yeah, I, f- I have a feeling things are gonna be like this for a while. I think like th- I don't think we're gonna go back to what we oh no you know uh said was normal like what was normal previously pre-covid um mm. i don't know i don't think we're gonna go back to that, to that no type of world which no. honestly i'm okay with that very much so very much so it'll be a new normal and i like that i like the thought of that that's it's really exciting quite frankly it is exciting and that's mm-hmm. how I see it because I just, I don't know. I just know, not, I'm not going to say I don't know because I do know God is doing something incredible regardless yeah. of what society thinks. Yeah, so I agree. that. Okay, y'all, it's time for Kingdom versus Culture. Woo-hoo. The premise of this segment is to address any hot topics that are discussed by pop culture. Typically on public platforms, especially on social media, we get worldviews that are contrary to God's word and how he expects us to live our lives. So we want to encourage one another to be imitators of him, despite what the majority thinks, because living a kingdom lifestyle is contrary to culture. Mm -hmm. So for this week, we are going to discuss streaming um, church services. So watching church services online, which is probably how 98% of us are attending church right now or receiving the word. And um, this has been very interesting. It's, it's been a time where the body um, and local churches have to think about, you know, continuing to serve the people of God, but on digital platforms. 
some were ready and some weren't prepared for this. So it's been very interesting. But in terms of like attending these digital services or streaming them online, the culture perspective, I would say, is just listen to whatever service you can, stream whatever service you can, you can stream, get on anybody's prayer call, watch anybody's Bible study, um, just whatever you have access to, you should take in that information and lead to it. And that's so unfortunate. And I, I think it's it's mostly um, out of ignorance because I don't think people realize um, what that, you know, could be doing in terms of whether you're receiving information that's true or not. So that's the culture perspective. And the kingdom perspective, you know, the Bible tells us to test every spirit. So that means we should not be on just anyone's prayer call. Um, we should not be listening to every streaming or every service that's being streamed online, we should really use discernment um, as far as who we are listening to and who we receive information from. And just looking at the Bible, it tells us multiple times to um, test every spirit um, because there are many false prophets who have gone out into the world. And this is something that is repeated um, throughout the Bible. So it's, it's just really important for us believers to be mindful who we're allowing to influence our spiritual life lives mm. what's your take on this Courtney yeah um I, th- I very completely agree I think one of the things that may be happening is that people are very early on in their faith and they don't know who isn't and they don't they may not know to test every spirit and so they are jumping on calls and they're jumping on every service just to get information or just to you know feel like they're being connected in some way so I understand from that perspective but like you said you cannot jump on everyone's prayer call you cannot jump on everyone's bible study um and that's something that I've been even you'll see it on social media and prominent Christian influencers and and things like that but it's like uh should I actually get on this prayer calls like things like that but I I agree I think we should be more careful um of who we're listening to just just because you just you just sort of have to you know I don't know what I was about to say following that but you just got to be careful let's say that yeah okay so you brought up a good point I understand if you're new to the faith and and you may not you know have this knowledge I get that what about the seasoned saints though what about the saints that's been saved for a minute um because I still see that with you know many people they're you know, always talking about like going to a different conference or streaming a different, you know, service. And I'm not saying that you should only limit yourself to your local church. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying we have to be careful um, because a lot of times I feel as though believers fall into this trap of um, following who may be um, a popular a Christian leader at a time because they say things that sound good, but, but they're not necessarily like biblical. Hmm. So like, for example, this, and this is like a Baptist saying, everyone says when praises go up, blessings come down. <laughs> where, where, like, can, can you provide like the biblical reference for that? Like, do, is there, uh, a Bible verse to back that up. I think that's an assumption that we can make, but do we know that to be absolutely true? Is that biblical? 
eh, I don't know. And I think that um, because, you know, we're a sucker for good sayings and one-liners, we like something because it sounds good, but there's no biblical knowledge to back it up. And I think that's the thing that we have to be careful of. Yeah, I agree. Um, There are feel-good preachers that just talk and it's not biblically based. And I think that's something we have to be very careful about. But we also, I would also encourage us, I don't, I don't, the seasoned saints, um, to inform our friends or family members, whoever, that are very new in their faith to be mindful of that because they won't, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't know what you don't know. And so I think it's, it's one of our responsibilities to just bring that up and, and, um, warn, I guess. Yeah. That's true. And I also think this goes on to show the importance of being connected to a local church. I know you oh, know yeah. things are, are different right now, but it's important to be connected to a local church so you have a sense of community, so you can actually be pastored by someone who knows you, not just someone that you've been streaming online, because that's really the important um, piece of it. Yeah, but, I agree. But- that's that on that. So that is kingdom versus culture. I am really excited about today's topic because it's something Same. that we haven't talked about, but mm-hmm. I know it's an intricate part of both of our both of our lives. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about music today. Um, music is an essential part of our society. It is an a universal language it brings people together. It's a creative expression and it's an outlet. Music also plays an important role in the church, in which we'll speak to that later on. But I think especially um, during this extra time that we have, people are always looking um, for new music, discovering Mm -hmm. new artists, especially when you have platforms like YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. We just have access to so much. Um, And music is now just like a way of life right now, right? So my first question for you is, what do you love about music? I love that music can be connected to a memory. Um, there are specific memories that I have that, or a song can remind me of that. It, that can be um, prom and like the song that was playing during a certain time on the dance floor or graduation or in school, like the in pep rally is the best song that was played. Um, so I love how music connects memories. I also just love how, how it feels. And sometimes you may find a song that expresses exactly how you feel and you weren't able to like communicate it yourself. And it's like, oh, that's it. That's exactly how I feel. So, um, yeah, it's just a way to communicate. It's a way to feel, a way to express yourself. It's, it's, it's just the connector of life. And I just one of the connectors of life. I just really enjoy good music. The way it makes me feel, it can it can it can trigger good emotions. It's just it's just such a good thing. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh I share the same sentiment. So music definitely has the power to bring back certain memories. Now, you got to be careful with that, which yeah. I will touch on that later, <laughs> but I know for me um you know, navigating this social distancing thing by myself. I've been playing music that my parents would listen to growing mm-hmm. up. Um, so I can remember just riding around the car with my dad, listening to blues or listening to something old school, and I'll play it just because that feeling of just kicking it with my dad. Or even there are some songs that remind me of when, like, my parents were still together. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
life was good pre-trauma so that that's cool um one thing i also love about music is just hearing everyone's creative expressions i'm very big on lyrics so to see how people are gifted with the ability to write lyrics and craft it in the language that they use and just like the melody and the instruments um i just think it's so dope so that's what i love about music yeah what type of music do you listen to I listen to all types of stuff. I am very eclectic. Um, so, of course, my... Go- Can I say gospel? I think it's more Christian contemporary mm-hmm. music, to be completely honest. I love um, R&B. I love the Motown music. Um, there's some classical music artists that I listen to. So, like, Dean Martin. I know I'm... Re- I Listen, I... That sounds so old, but that's just who I am. Um, I listen to blues. I listen to country. I listen to a little bit of everything. Mm. What about you? Yeah, um, I'm more on the, my, I have my niche. Um, so I love gospel. I love old school gospel. The stump and clap country gospel. <laughs> I love Christian and contemporary. I love R&B. And when I say R&B... Most likely, I'm talking about from the 70s through the 2000s. I'm not really talking about recent R&B, but I listen to a couple of things. Um, like you said, Neo Soul, all of that, all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's what I listen to. Mm-hmm. So, who who's your favorite music artist? Favorite secular and gospel? This is hard because I'm really not big on, like, being fans of people. Yeah, and it's just I've never been like a fangirl or anything like that. In terms of secular artists, um, it's hard to choose just one. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll just name off a few. Um, I love Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, who's another secular? Well, okay, current secular artist. I love her. I think I think she's dope. Um, so I think those are like my favorite two artists. In terms of gospel music, I have to go with the worshipers. So it's between William McDowell mm. and Chandler Moore, I would say. That's a good one. Yeah. That's in, a good one. In, in terms of like my favorite gospel art or just artist, period, it kind of just depends on like what season I'm in and what mood I'm in. Yeah. So I could say something completely different a month from now, but that's just where I'm at. I'm the same way. Yeah. What about you? Who's your favorite uh, artist? Secular. I have a lot. Um, I think I, I fangirl more. <laughs> this is so wild. Over Janet Jackson. Um, I just, I've all, I've been fangirling since probably sixth grade. Um, I love Janet. I love Whitney. Um, and then, you know, I, I have other favorites, but I, Anita Baker, that's another one. Mm-hmm. So those are my top three. Um, gospel. Mine's gonna roll her eyes at me. Um, <laughs> gospel. My top CC C. Winans. I love CC Winans. Um, I love the Clark sisters even before the movie. I've always loved the Clark sisters. Um, and then what else? I'd even say Tasha Cobbs Leonard. I love Tasha. 
<laughs> I knew she was going to roll her eyes at me. I knew she was. I love Tasha. I still like Tasha, but I love Tasha when she was on that purple yeah, uh, the album cover. The purple album cover. The break cover. every chain, yeah, Tasha. That, that was that was a good I like that era. Tasha. Tasha's that still was, cool. I ain't got no beef with Tasha. That yeah, was a good that was a good ball. era. What is your favorite song? Oh my god. Secular gosh. and gospel. Favorite secular song, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Which you probably will not hear anyone else in my generation say that. Mm -hmm. I think that song perfectly describes the way I am living my life and want to continue to live my life. With an asterisk, I will say this, within the means that God allows me to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I love it. Um, Some of the lyrics say, um, regrets, I've had a few, but not too few to mention. Um, I, I did it all my way and he's just describing his life and how he lived his life. And regardless of what other people, um, may have said or thought, regardless of how hard it got, he did things his way. And, um, I just love that. And it's just such a great classic song in terms of gospel. I'm going to break it down into two different categories because okay. this is just who I am. So, so in terms of a praise song mm-hmm. it's spirit breakout by william mm-hmm. mcdowell in terms of a worship song which this one was hard to choose i would say right now it's a tie between two so the first one is "Wide as the sky by isabel davis mm-hmm. and then the second one is never lost which chandler moore has done um a cover that and there's that a one. there's a cover there's a couple other people but those two are like my favorite um worship songs at the moment i knew you were gonna say that one what about you um, what are your favorite songs it could change secular um i have my top three um right now you see me swinging by mint condition i don't i don't know i i really just, i love mint condition <laughs> Okay. I love Mint Condition. Um, Ready or Not by After Seven. So a little, little baby face riding in there. Okay. And You Bring Me Joy by Anita Baker. Those are all old school, too. Yeah, those are all good songs. Um, so that's secular. Gospel. Right now, I have a couple, too. Um, more than anything, Anita Wilson's version. I don't like her version. I love give her version. Give me LeVar Campbell. I, give me the I original love, version. I love her version. I skip I, it every time Spotify play it. I ain't gonna I'm lie. screaming. I don't do. do Anita like that. I love I Anita love, though. I love that version. I don't know why, but I do. Um, what a Beautiful Name. That's mm-hmm. by Hillsong. Yeah. Um, and then you, you did worship and praise. I feel like that's worship. And then praise. <laughs> that's a good one. Right now, you brought the sunshine. I, I And living by the Clark sisters. Those two. It's just, that's like my morning song. When I wake up, that's the song I'm, I'm playing first. And it just gets me going. So those mm. are my two first. Yeah. Mm. What? Interesting. No, 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 no. I'm just uh, just comparing and contrasting like our uh, the genres of music that we listen to and the artists that we listen to. And yeah. I think there's a 
a clear difference in um, the gospel slash Christian music that we listen to. And I think we'll, yeah. we'll dive into that later on. Um, we would be remiss to discuss music without thinking about its origin or its role within the church, right? So music mm-hmm. is the avenue we use, or one of the avenues that we use to show our reverence to God. In fact, for those of you who do not know, I know when I found this out, it completely shocked me. But Satan, when he was before he got kicked out of heaven because he did, um, let's they, you know, he was called Lucifer. He was the choir director. Ain't that something? He was the main worshiper. <laughs> And it's wild? so interesting how the Bible describes him. He was beautiful, full of wisdom. Ain't that something? Yeah, that's something. But, you know, he got kicked out because he wanted the glory from for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's almost as if he realized how much talent he had, the giftings that he had, how beautiful he was. He probably mm-hmm. looked at himself in the mirror and was like, hold on. I want all this for myself. Yeah. Um, and, and for biblical references, you can look at Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28. Um, and one thing that we have to realize is because Satan was the choir director, I don't know if that's like the official term for it, but that's <laughs> the way that we can understand it now. Yeah. Um, he is the main influencer uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to a lot of the music of this world. In fact, he is known as the prince of this world. Um, so don't think it's strange. Don't count it strange Mm-mm. when churches are having technical issues during praise and worship. Because if anyone oh, yeah. understands the importance of praise and worship, best believe the enemy does, right? Yeah. Um, don't count it strange when um, you feel like you are being influenced um, in a negative way by certain artists or by listening yep. to certain songs. <laughs> Don't think it's just a coincidence. I Mm-mm. promise you the enemy knows what he's doing. And so it's really important for us to understand the origin and the significance because a lot of times we're exposing ourselves to things and we don't even realize it. And it yeah. affects us in many different ways. So Courtney, mm-hmm. I'm curious to know how has music influenced you, whether it's in a good and bad or bad way? Yeah, um, I <laughs> I said I, I've i loved Janet since I was probably sixth grade. If you have ever listened to Janet's music, Janet is a very sexual artist. And at that time, I did not understand that. Uh, and so, like, listening to this, I'm like, oh, what does that mean? And so I would never actually, actually ask my mom. I would ask my friends. And they'd be like, you don't know what that means? And they tell me, and I'd be like, oh, Oh, that's a lot. And so even I think for it's been over a couple of years now, I've limited the amount of Janet music that I listen to specifically in certain certain albums where it's super, super heavy because of just how sexual her music is. Um, so that's that's the bad thing of just under trying to figure out what does that mean? And like now that. I'm I'm knowing what that means. It's like, uh, I probably shouldn't be listening to this. And even in, you know, high school and in youth ministry, and they always talked about your ear gates. And at that time, it's like, okay, I probably shouldn't. Um, so that has how it's influenced me bad. Good. Um, I think music can always influence me in a positive way, whether it's my mood 
whether it's I need something to cheer me up um, and just how I walk. And like, I don't even think in my worship, the, the music that I listened to, the specific worship music that I listened to impacted the way that I worshiped or yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep. Yeah. What about you? Yes. Let's start off with the good. <laughs> so for me, I know if I'm ever in um, a not so great mood, I can typically find a song to make me feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, to provoke positive feelings. So that's the, the beautiful thing about music. And also music has even helped me um, explore some of my creativity Mm. in a way which I've never thought of myself to be a creative person but um during this time just while like working on some things listening to music um it's really just gotten my creative juices flowing that's good okay here's the bad so (laughs) there's a couple of things um one I did not realize listening to certain songs growing up, I didn't realize what I was saying, even though I would say it repetitively. Mm. And I did not realize the effects that it would have on me because you really just have to watch what you say. One of the songs that I listened to growing up, never forget, it was the Destiny's Fulfilled album. So Destiny's Child's album, the Mm -hmm. song was Soldier. The lyrics go, (laughs) if your status ain't hood, I ain't checking for you. You better be street if you're looking at me. I was singing that in elementary school. And I would say that faithfully. Not really understanding what I'm saying. But that was something I said faithfully. And that's definitely something that like came into fruition. Going mm. into like high school. Um, and even singing... Um, promiscuous songs but not really knowing they're promiscuous so like beyonce's naughty girl Mm -hmm. i was singing that at a young age and i'm just sitting here like just singing it just because and just seeing how that has you know played an influence in some of the choices that i have made um also because uh music can evoke such negative feelings there's some music that like I would listen to intentionally just to say sad. I would yes. have a, I would have the in my feelings playlist. Yes. And I was I was <laughs> very strategic about which artists would be on there. Um so it would be some Drake, it would be some Adele. Um I was very intentional on that and I would listen to it just to be sad. Now, there is also like um a sex music playlist. And that was not good because obviously, um, so for some of the songs that would be on there, Meeting in My Bedroom by Silk. Imani, why do you, why, why, why? Or um, Last Night by, I think what's that group's name? AZ? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would listen to those songs and it would definitely influence like my decision making and my feelings. So... That <laughs> music music has its, you know, so, upsides and its downsides. I know that firsthand. So. Mm-hmm. How did you combat the negative influence of music? Oh, it's very simple. You got to stop listening to certain things. And yeah. actually, um, <laughs> the Lord has really been dealing with me in this area. Um, but even just a couple years back, the Lord told me to stop listening to certain music artists. So there mm-hmm. are some 
some popular music artists that I would not listen to. Yeah. I'm not going to say because I, I don't know. have the time nor energy to explain why. Um, but there are certain artists I do not listen to. Um, he's giving me reasons as to why I shouldn't listen to him. So it's not like he's being controlling or manipulative. That That's not who who God is. That's not his, yeah. his character. So there's just certain artists I don't listen to. There's also certain songs I don't listen to. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so there is one example. So God told me to stop listening to Adele. That's a safe one to bring up. Um, Adele's safe songs <laughs> are not really that positive. They make you sad. They make you in your feelings. God told me to stop listening to her. So... I do not listen to Adele anymore mm. to mm. just help combat the negative influence. That makes sense. I'm also starting to stray away from hip hop and rap too. Yeah. Especially yeah. nowadays. I don't know. I don't even know yeah. what they're talking about. Love. Yeah. Baby. All that. <laughs> yeah. All that. Mm-hmm. All that. What if, What about you? How do you combat the negative influence of music? Yeah. Like you said, just stop or limit listening. I think for so long, like I just had this phase where I was just a Janet fangirl. Like I learned the dances. I had Janet's book when it first came out and learning and understanding the music. I had to like, okay, I probably should not listen to this song. I should not listen to that song. Janet has some good, some songs that are not, like that so like earlier in her day um does she what have you done for me lately rhythm nation state of the world the knowledge control the fact that you know all of that. okay <laughs> and that's just the, that's just a, that's just a few that was just on two albums in the beginning so like yeah um but not listening to anytime any place or um I can't even think of some other, I mean, Janet has a lot of them, uh, some other songs that I knew were, even just from the title, were sexual songs. And I was just like, yeah, that probably isn't the best. Um, still love Janet. That's nothing against Janet. Just being mindful of my ear gates yeah. um, and what can, though, what I'm hearing, what thoughts can be triggered through what I'm hearing. And I had to like, Cut that out. Yeah. It's so crazy how music influences you. And the crazier part about it is if I know what type of mood I want to be in, I know exactly oh, what yeah. song I'm going to listen to. Very so, much so. If I'm trying to turn up, I yep. know exactly yep. who I want to listen to. Yeah. But the thing that I noticed about myself, and I even had to check myself on this, is sometimes I don't like how certain music makes me act or influences Ooh. me to act. So, um, <laughs> perfect example, Cardi B. I think she's dope, mm-hmm. right? But I I noticed like a change in my attitude. I noticed a change <laughs> even in the posture of my heart when listening mm. to some of her songs or even some of those songs that you may hear in the club. Okay, so like Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know or like nuck if you Yikes. buck 
No. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. There's Man, certain what a time. songs. Yeah, and there's certain songs that can really take you back to a place that you have worked so hard to get from. Yeah. So I know for you get me, real hype. I've really had to learn how to like not control my anger. I've really had to do a lot of work when it comes to like controlling myself and managing my emotions to make sure like I don't get physical with people because I'm not gonna lie, at one point in time, like I love to fight. It just, it is what it, that's how it was. Um, so there are certain songs that I know I can't listen to. Like, Nuck If You Buck, no. Especially if someone then, then made me mad. That is the last thing I want to listen to because it's almost as if, like, all wisdom has, like, I'm not going to say hasn't gone out the door, but I'm not applying the wisdom that I have yeah. because the the influence of the song. You yeah, know what I'm saying so. I just think that it's makes so sense. interesting how music, the power of music, it does. Again, think about it, where it comes from. Yeah, it makes. Sense. I thinking about it, like you're right. Like music can completely shift and change your entire mood if you allow it. Like if you put on, I don't know, Amy Winehouse, you're probably gonna be in a really interesting state. If I put on la john then i'm gonna get crunk like it's it's just so wild and that's how it's just interesting how um just a song can do that yeah. it's really powerful quite frankly and the cra- to think about the, it the crazy thing is a lot of these artists started off in the church in the church in the church tony braxton aretha fantasia. franklin fantasia let's there's everybody Everybody Whitney. started off in the church. Whitney. Yeah, wait. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole I saw a tweet the other day that said, um, R and B girls like that are singing now, they didn't start off in the church. That's that's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> hey, that may be the difference. They're not starting off at church. I said, wait a minute. That makes a whole lot of sense. But anywho, it does. That's crazy. It? It's wild. Now that's got me thinking. See? Someone should do a critical analysis on that <laughs> and report back. Report back. I'm weak. Mm-hmm. Do you think local churches are open to different variations of gospel and Christian music? No. I think it depends on the church. Mm, mm-hmm. Which is why I was quick to say no. Um, so, <laughs> for example, so I grew up Baptist, right? Um, and I described that music is very churchy. <laughs> That's how I describe it. You know what I'm talking. You know if you know. You y'all yeah. know what I mean, right? Yeah. And so moving into more, um, more of a, I don't want to say not well non-denominational slash like apostolic houses. It's opened my perspective and worldview to like contemporary mm-hmm. um, Christian music. I think what a lot of people in the Baptist Church would call white Christian music. Mm-hmm. It's opened my perspective to that. I'm not sure if many um, black Baptist churches are open to that type of music. Yeah, I would even agree to that. I think a lot of black Baptist churches are still reading hymn books. They're doing the praise and worship out of hymn books and like the traditional churchy gospel. Innocent. Oh, that geez. makes sense. 
At least my, my grandma's church still does. I mean, if that's what they do. What they do. That's but I think it do. depends on the church. I think um, churches that have a younger audience, I'm not going to say audience, a, a younger congregation, um, and it just also depends on your worship leader also. Like, I know our worship leader exposes us to a lot of music, different variations of music. We we have rappers in the church, and we, we do rap some Sundays, and there's um, Latino gospel that is sung because we have a very uh, mixed pop, like, demographic at church so like it i think it also i think it does depend on the church it does depend i think in more um traditional settings they are mm-hmm. hesitant to open up to different types of music so even like thinking about catholic churches oh yeah you think they're gonna let tasha Cobbs come in there i don't know Get- i don't <laughs> I don't know. So I think in more, I think that's maybe that's how we should categorize it. In more traditional Traditional. religious settings, they are probably not as open. Um, Whereas, you know, more modern or contemporary church settings, especially those um, that appeal to the millennial and Gen Z generation, I believe they're definitely open. I mean, you you have to be if you have millennials and Gen Z Zers in your um, congregation. They're definitely more open to more variety. Are you open to different types of gospel and Christian? I think my, if I were, I looked at my gospel plays before this. I have Hillsong, I have Bethel, I have Elevation, I have Shirley Caesar, I have The Caravans, I have Daddy Peoples. Then I go to Tasha and Kira Sheard and the Clark sisters and Cece. So I am very open. Even Lecrae, um, which is like, you know, gospel rap. So like, yeah, I'm definitely open to different variations of gospel. I think I have my my personal favorites, but I, I am definitely open to different variations of gospel Christian music. Um, there's a difference. There's, there's a different thing I can get out of each of them. Um, if that makes sense, I think gospel and contemporary, there's a lot of, with that, there's more so heavy worship that comes out of that. And then with gospel, I feel like I can get a lot of my praise in that. If that makes sense. Does that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what about you? No, I'm not. And I'll be completely honest. I tried to be open to gospel rap, Christian rap. I can't do it because it makes me feel like I'm in the trap house. I- I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't want to feel like you I'm in the trap that. house. Now Erica Campbell knows. What's wrong with you? That's the jam. No, it's not. Anyway, <laughs> um, I try, I try, like I really did try, and I just can't get with it. But I know that that's for someone else. It, yes, it's not for yes, me, yes. and that's okay. Right. I just know I don't want to feel like I'm in the club or the trap house when I'm trying to praise. That's just me. Mm. Um, but I'm actually very careful of the songs that I listen to so I'm like I said I'm big on lyrics so if you're Mm -hmm. singing something I'm gonna see if it's backed by something biblical I really am especially if I feel like that's where you're trying to take it yeah I'm going to um just see if it's if it's biblical and and that's just because I know I have to be very very careful in what I expose myself to and I don't want to get caught up on something because it sounds good. That's or fair. Or it's cliche. That's fair. So I listen. I don't play, and that's just that's just anybody. It's not just music. It's pastors to listen. Yeah. 
I have Googled my pastor many a times before deciding to join the church. And I told him that, like, you know, and that's cool. And even when it comes to things like people laying hands on me, if I don't know you, I will step back. And you will, you will, you will find yourself being very curious as to why you could not lay hands on me. Because if I don't know you, I'm not going to let you lay hands on me. That's fair. I've done it at the altar in front of people. Unapologetically. You just got to be careful. You just, listen, you just don't know. You just don't know. You don't know. You don't don't know. You got to be careful. Mm Got to be careful. How does music play a part in your spiritual life? Music is so critical in my spiritual life. Um, because I'm, I'm a worshiper. That is just how I characterize Mm -hmm. myself. That's who I am. I am a worshiper, but it wasn't until I left the Baptist church that, that I knew what that meant. Mm, That's good. I think one of the main reasons that I'm really not too big on traditional gospel music Mm -hmm. is because I think a lot of times people get caught up in the beat, the rhythm, Mm. The, the the clapping, all of that. And that's Something very much clap. so a part of worship. But there's a difference between going to church and being entertained versus going to church to worship. Mm. And I have found in many traditional Baptist settings, if you're not singing the right song, if the right person ain't sing, is not singing, people are not engaged, which means they come to be entertained and not to be worshiped. It wasn't until I left the Baptist church that I realized what it meant to worship. So now I don't even have to listen to music to worship. Now it helps me get Mm -hmm. into that place. Mm -hmm. Um, But because I am a worshiper, music is just essential. And um, worshiping has really helped me develop a love for God that's um, beyond words. It's helped me just tap into his presence it's just Mm -hmm. helped me um just be able to encourage myself um because when it comes to worshiping it's no longer about you and my Mm -hmm. problem and your problems it's about him Mm -hmm. right and and knowing that he's greater than anything that we've we've are facing at the time so um and which is why i'm very grateful for you know the the different artists and stuff that he's gifted with the abilities to help us lead into that place of worship yeah that's good what about you yeah um music is critical in my spiritual life um i would even say consider myself a worshiper as well um i think that's really how i start my day um is worship and it sort of carries me throughout the day and like you said like it gets me outside of myself and it's like it's no longer about what i have to do or what i should have done or um, anything I got going on, it's simply to, um, to worship. And it's, and it's, it's so amazing because I've been able, when I found my, find myself in times where it's like, it's difficult for me to pray. I can go into worship and it's so much easier for me to like get in the atmosphere and then being able to tap into God that way. But it's critical. It's absolutely critical. And like you said, like, I'm super appreciative for the people that God has appointed and anointed to be um, artists and to make music um, that allows us to get into the atmosphere that we use through music. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Any last thoughts? (laughs) 
Yeah, I just keep thinking about how I just don't like churchy music. That's that's really what I keep. And that's so funny because I love no, chur- no. churchy music. No. Like, prime example, The Blood Still Works. Like, that is one of the, the most... The up-tempo, the fast-tempoed one or the slow The one? fast. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> I, I get it. it mm-hmm. I, I get it. But I don't know. It's songs like that where I'm just like, okay, if you take out the drums, the beat, the tempo, are people still going to worship? That That's, that's a good like, point. Like, yeah, it sounds that's good. That's a good point. Like, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it's catchy. Yes, it's true. But, like, it's, it's just songs like that that I just be like, honestly, if people play that around me, I'm kind of like, turn it off. I don't want to hear it. It's too churchy. That is something I'm good for saying. It's too churchy. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know firsthand. Is that why you said that? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do know firsthand. Courtney liked them old school uh, <laughs> nurses dressed in all white. Everybody, all the deacons Ma- and deacons. Dr. Maddie Moss Clark gospel. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just can't. <laughs> it just can't. There's, it's, there's an aspect of bondage, which was Whoa. clear in the movie. It was clear as day Sheesh. in the movie. It was clear as day. I'm sorry. I want to be free. That's how I'm meant to live my life. I want to I be free. I'm a free worshiper. That's all I have to say. I could go on, <laughs> but I'm going to stop. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. So the Bible verse for this episode is Proverbs 18, 21. Life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Very simple. If we're singing, I need a soldier and all that other stuff, you can sort of manifest what you're saying. And it's, it can be scary. Um, But if you speak life, if you're worshiping, if you're um, singing positive songs or whatever, you can manifest other things. So I think that that verse says a lot. And I think it, it packs a powerful punch. Um, and just being mindful of your ear gates, what you're listening to. And even what you're seeing, but we're not talking about what you're watching. But what you're listening to, who you're listening to. Um, that's super, super important. Because once you repeat it, it's out and you can't take it back. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. I really enjoyed that episode. I think yeah. it was good. It was good. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap it up in prayer. Heavenly Father, first and foremost, thank you for just giving us another chance just to come together and just glorify you no matter what the topic is. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you have given us um, the people, the tools, the resources just to tap into your presence. God, I I pray that you give us the wisdom um, to discern the type of music that we are listening to. Help us, Heavenly Father, have more knowledge about the bad and good influences within the music that we are listening to oh god help us be more mindful of what we are opening ourselves up to oh god holy spirit we thank you in advance for the conviction and god just help us consecrate ourselves help us purify ourselves help us be more like you help us tap into worship so we can experience more of your um, presence heavenly father so we can experience just more of you we come against anything that would try and 
hinder us from worshiping you. We come against any mental or physical distractions that would hinder us from just tapping into your presence. And we open ourselves up to you, oh God. And we just say thank you, oh God. We thank you for the many people that you have blessed us with to help us glorify your name. And it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So y'all know we have new episodes every week. Um, And if you have any topic suggestions, fill out the form in our link tree and our uh, bio on Instagram. Don't forget to join our Slack channel where you can connect with other believers and us. You have free access to Imani and I, and we get to connect and chat. So please uh, join our channel and let us know what you think of this week's episode. Um, And until then, y'all be blessed and have a great week and stay safe. All right, bye. (laughs) Bye, y'all.